Hey y'all, welcome back to Voices of the Body, the podcast. It's me, love Ashley Elaine. And as always, unless you choose somebody else, I will be your guide as we journey through this thing called life, journey through the voice that our body has, our stories, right? I think we're getting deeper into the meaning of our voice, not just pertaining to our body talking to us, but what our stories have to talk to everybody else. This particular episode, I'm also very excited for. I think I just love interviews. I love talking to people until I don't. I am going to be sitting down with my good college friend, my lunch date, my lunch buddy from college, Dr. Doctor. I call him Brother James, but he is a, such a prestigious person, Dr. James Harrison. So, you know the vibes, you know the vibes. Prepare your mind, body, and soul as we get into this episode. One of my most favorite self-care regimens is to take long baths. Like I've literally just redecorated my whole entire bathroom to bring home my own spa experience. One of my favorite things to add are body scrubs. CB Soap and Candle Co. have the most amazing body scrubs. Like they're made with pure love, so much love, leaving my legs and my body and just everything feeling so good, like pure silk, like I've just renewed my whole entire body. Enjoy spa quality products in the comfort of your own home with CB Soap and Candles, Candle Co., Go to cbsoapandcandleco.com and use code VOTB, all caps, to get 10% off your order. So my last order, which I need to order more, that I made was Coco Cashmere, which is like, you want to go back into the black and white Hollywood films and feel like diamonds and pearls like Coco Cashmere does that at least for me the smell the smell is so like beautiful like the smell is gorgeous and it's really like the smell is really really nice for that transition into the fall right like that real grounding space um like a nice sandalwood but my fave, which I wish I brought like thousands of them, was passion fruit, guava, and mint. I brought passion fruit, guava, and mint when like around the spring summer time when we're in that nice transition from spring into summer. Sis, ma'am, sir, guy, all of y'all. Passion fruit and guava. First of all, I love, I love guava. I love guava. There's like this nice dance that the guava and mint do with like the passion fruit. And it's, 
it's 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 beautiful it's refreshing the mint is very refreshing and then just the smell of fruit it smells like fresh fruit with mint like your whole shower your whole bathroom still smells like it afterwards these scents are so authentic you can feel the love and the time that was made in curating these products and how thoughtful the pairing is it's so beautiful so so beautiful so go to cb soap and co Candle Co, excuse me, go to cbsoapandcandleco.com and use the code VOTB, all caps, to get 10% off your order. And we are back. So, I invite you to find your feet flat on the ground. If you're sitting in a chair to allow your back to meet the back of the chair. If trying to do one over the other does not work, um, find which one works for you, right? Um, I would suggest bringing your feet down onto the ground, right? And maybe even like a lean back into the chair. And I want to offer you the space to bring your gaze down your nose or gently close your eyes if you feel safe in the space that you're in and in your body. And just allow yourself to be present. Allow your body to just be still. And allow your breath to just ease its way through your body. Being mindful of the breath filling the belly and traveling up and through the body, through the rib cage, through the heart space. And noticing your exhales, allowing them to be soft, allowing them to be gentle, allowing them to be freeing. And I want you to just bring to the forefront of your mind what it would be like to continue to just give yourself the permission to just be. What would that feel like? What would everything around you feel like? look like as you're here in this present moment allowing yourself to just be allowing yourself to be present I want to invite you to bring to the forefront of your mind Three to five things that you love about yourself. 
that make you smile, that make you feel good, that remind you that you were just made authentically with so much love and so much thought. Maybe it's the color of your hair or the color of your eyes or the fact that you love to cook and you know you do it well. It's, it's, not, it's not a bad thing for you to know that you do something well. That's to know that you are gifted and that you have a talent and a skill that was placed inside of you. Maybe it's your height. Maybe it's your weight. Maybe it's your will to give to others so freely. Maybe it's the way you multitask. What is it that you love about you that makes you different, that makes you unique, that makes you you? To know thyself is to heal thyself and to heal thyself is to love thyself. And when you love yourself, you tell God that the way he loves you and the way he created you was not by happenstance and was not by mistake. That to love yourself is to tell God that I love how you created me and I love you for that. So take a big breath in and release. Big breath in and release. And one more big breath in and release. And give yourself some space here to just reflect, to just be present, and to bask in the things that have been placed inside of you. The love that is within you and surrounding you. Allow yourself to slowly come back into the space and reflect, and I will be right back. Anybody that knows me knows that coffee is my thing. I wake up in the morning, I get me a cup of coffee. I also truly enjoy teas. Teas are so healing for the body, mind, body, and spirit. Ocean Royalty Healing's mission is to lead through transparency as a vessel to inspire healing. Each of their products are made with pure love and with the intention to provide emotional healing. Whether you're indulging in one of their herbal tea blends or, um, or their thoughtfully crafted intention oils, you do so with so much joy. 
Oshan Royalty is here to offer physical, spiritual, and emotional healing through the curative power of energy healing, herbs, and crystals. Try any of their products at OshanRoyaltyHealing.com for 10% off with the code Voices of Oshan. May peace and blessings reside with you always. And when you say healing energy, I can feel it right? I never use products that I don't know where other people's hands are because healing comes from the hands. And these teas, amazing. I got the lavender chamomile tea to drink at night. And when I tell you the lavender is so potent, it hits you. And you like, before you even take a sip, the, the lavender coming from the cup with the nice steam when it's nice and hot, my eyes was ready to fall asleep. Like my eyes were closing just off the smell. Like I, I was about to fall asleep with it sitting in my hand, right? And it also tastes so good, so good, so, so good. It's so, it's so pure. You can taste the purity in this tea. I've also used or drink, I still drink the goddess womb tea. The goddess womb tea, I highly recommend ladies uh, and men, you can buy this for your ladies, right? Um, to help ease cramps during our, our cycles, our moon cycles, during, after our cycles, right? To help bring blood flow back in, to help clean out anything that needs to be cleaned out, to keep our wombs healthy, ladies. This goddess womb tea is packed with vitamins, iron, magnesium, and antioxidants, and it's made with red raspberry, nettle leaf, hibiscus flower, orange peel, and rose hip. After I had my miscarriage, I was told that red raspberry, well, I Googled what I should eat, what I should drink, all those things. And I still, I haven't stopped drinking red raspberry tea. Red raspberry tea has been a saving grace. So this goddess womb tea is really good for clearing out any of those energies, right? Really restoring the womb and restoring the body. Our creativity comes from that space also. So go ahead and head over to OshanRoyaltyHealing.com for 10% off with the code Voices of Oshan. And we are back. So I am so excited for this interview, like I think this whole month, I'm just excited because it's really talking about a conversation that I was a little afraid to have, <laughs> <laughs> but it was needed. Um, so last week, you all have heard from my my new sister, Miriam, um, and just her experience with being Muslim and you know, what that looks like and being a yoga teacher as well and um, just everything happening in the Middle East. This week's episode, I have Ooh. my good friend, James, <laughs> excuse me, Dr. <laughs> <laughs> James Harrison. Uh, this is my, this is one of my booze from college. Like we used yes. to go on lunch dates. <laughs> all the time so dr j justin harrison founded um founded and serves as the chief executive executive officer excuse me and lead consultant of j justin harrison consulting llc which offers consulting and hr to small and mid-sized companies professional development and college readiness i probably need to get a consultation with you (laughs) 
Come Dr. on. <laughs> Dr. Harrison has served the federal government in many HR executive capacities. Dr. Harrison holds a master's and doctor of philosophy degree in higher education administration and a concentration in teaching in higher education. Aside from human resources, Dr. Harrison has a great a great interest in research in higher education. Specifically, he is interested in closing the gap in research for Black men completion in higher ed. I know that's right. Dr. Harrison's dissertation, The Recount, Black Men's Experiences of Predominantly White Institution Undergraduate STEM Programs in the United States, won second place at in Liberty University's Research Week theo, theoretical category. Dr. Harrison is an advocate for anti-racism in research methodology, shifting the lens of research practices to be more inclusive of diverse experiences. Dr. Harrison is a multi-award winning professional and loves providing a platform for inclusion and excellence always and always. You have me saying all the big words today. <laughs> oh, well. yo, my, my, my brother, my friend, like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for the Yay. juice, the tea, all of it. Um, Yeah. So as you know, like we, well, I have been doing um, interviews this month on like, I don't know why this month, I think because Thanksgiving is coming up or something. Mm. Mm -hmm. um, but like really looking at what does it what does it mean to be an individual and still love God or still be committed to our religious backing, um, still you know, be able to like walk in, walk in God's purpose for us. Right. And mm -hmm. really, really just be who, who we, who we're divinely created to be. Um, so tell me about your religious backing, um, and what that looked like growing up. Excuse me. <laughs> First, thank you for having me on, uh, the show is <laughs> been pretty interesting. Um, and I'm I'm happy to be here and it's such an honor to be in your presence. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So uh my religious background, I grew up um in a very religious uh household. Mm -hmm. Um my family are the black church goers. Um my parents, both of them are preachers and do work in the ministry. Mm -hmm. Um so uh for a while I struggled with um wanting to, you know, understand who I am, find my own identity. Because one thing my mom always tells me still to this day is that um she can't I can't go to heaven based off of her beliefs. Mm. And it's so important for me to have my own relationship with Christ. Yeah. Um, so through all that I do, um, all that I've been through, you know, um, he has shown his love to me. Mm. Um and I currently attend a, a church that I love. Um and we'll, I'm sure we'll get into it later on, but um, I actively serve too, and it's very um, 
I enjoy what I do. I love God. You know, my sincere prayer has always been to be an example of love to people, to others, um, and to also, you know, be fly and be sexy. <laughs> yes. And be saved at the same time. Yes, because <laughs> all of those things can exist at the same time. Like <laughs> they can exist. Yeah. Yeah. So uh based off, you know, and so yeah, that's it. To answer your question, grew up in a religious family, family still growing strong in Christ. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm a believer. I still uh serve in the church today and uh yeah. So now as as you're talking i'm like in my head right i'm like people are probably like uh he's just like all the rest of most of the world right but it's like i think the biggest thing um that i i struggled with conceptually right is how people treated people who were um gay or lesbian but you know part of the lgbtqi um right that like the people that were like faithfully attending church with the air quotes right and uh -huh. loving the lord and all of that they had like there was always a way to condemn if we're going to condemn anything and anybody it's going to be that they are you know who like who they choose to sleep with which last i thought <laughs> <laughs> i didn't think that was <laughs> a criteria okay. for anything but I'm, i don't know what a, what bible people got uh <laughs> yeah so, yeah <laughs> like, i was having this conversation recently not to cut you off and no, you're fine i was talking about you know things that i feel are morally um what people have taken into context of being morally wrong and trying and putting God's voice in it or on it. Mm. Um and make things more restricted than possible. So um yeah. Go ahead. I no. wanna make sure I answer yeah. your question. What's your question? Well and I like um uh, ooh when you said people try to take god's voice and put it on something right like their own morals it's like well if we're really walking with christ if we're really gonna say that this is who we serve like we might need to circle back to them 10 commandments like when he says mm -hmm. love your neighbor as you love yourself so it's like how you choose to morally like demonize what somebody choose to do that we have no business really judging right like mm -hmm. it's like is that my my grandmother and I always say pots and kettles right like if you ever hear us in a conversation we just start saying pots and kettles pots and kettles because mm -hmm. it's like the pot is calling the kettle black like both right. of y'all are black it like it's mm -hmm. so so tell me about um what was when okay so when did you kind of come to this place where it's like you now have found your identity right as mm -hmm. um a gay black man, right? Because there—that's a whole—that's a whole set of questions in itself, right? Mm -hmm. Um, but more so, like because of your upbringing in the church, tell, tell, like, tell us about that. 
So, first of all, I want to also put this out there that um, my conversation is strictly to talk about God's love for all, yeah. inclusive of those who like the same sex. Mm -hmm. um, so, John 3 and 16, 17 talks about um, how God sent Jesus not to condemn the world, but to save us through him. And going back to what you were talking about, love, love conquers all. Love oversees all. That's the Bible. That's our roadmap, right, to life. So with that being said, um, I'm not going to, if, you know, anybody in the audience is like, oh, he's going to bash the church or bash people. No, I'm not here for that. I'm here to offer my, my truths, my lived experiences. Yeah. Um, and also, I'm getting over a sinus infection, so I'm sorry for sounding stuffy. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, jumping into it, mm. you know, so I've always been active in the churches that I've attended. Um, going back to high school, I was sung in uh, the choir, mm -hmm. led the praise and worship team, did all these things. Um, however, I could not be who I was as a whole person because one, uh, at the time, I felt like it was God's purpose or God's plan for me to only um, how can I say this? It was his plan and his purpose for me to do the will of his and sacrifice my flesh, mm -hmm. my uh, personal wants, my you know. So, <laughs> so with that being said, um, being a, a man who like men, um, growing up in the church especially a black church and now I'm not even going to say a black church in church in general has been hard mm -hmm. um one thing that the pandemic has taught me was how to really embrace James for who he is um and understand through a different lens the true meaning of love for Christ for me mm -hmm. um and there are no conditions to his love. Yeah. There are no exclusions for his love, right? Mm -hmm. And if anything, you know, he shows me I'm so full. I could, you know, just <laughs> get emotional right now. Yeah. He continues to bless me and show me that he loves me. Mm -hmm. um, and he loves me as his child. He sees me as his child. Yeah. He doesn't see me as James, who has a doctorate degree, who does A, B, C, X, Y, Z. But overall, that he like me, and so he that discounts all the work that he does. No, right. right. Love is love. His love is pure, and. It's something about when you, well, I'll say when I came to the realization of, and I expect 
through all these years on purpose because I didn't want to hold up <laughs> the conversation. But You're fine. when I came into Michelle Obama, Lady Michelle Obama said, becoming, becoming James, accepting who I was in my late, well, my mid 30s. <laughs> Don't 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 age yourself too much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we hadn't hit the late thirties yet. Um, <laughs> you know, it's such a powerful thing to know that I'm loved as others. I have been to churches where uh, some of my friends had talked about um, or categorized it as I was being beat up on by the preacher. So, for example, one church I went to, the preacher spent a whole month gay bashing or talking about gays. Um, and I was like, why is this even a topic for you to preach on? You have thousands of people in your congregation. I'm sure nobody is doing it. We're not here to harm anybody. Right. <laughs> Right. The LGBT plus community um, is, you know, all we're doing when we come to church is we just want to come and serve God the way any other person serves God yeah. without having people look at us sideways. Mm -hmm. We want to show that love um, and then also be an example to others of uh the love that he has. So when I went through those, the the church situation where I felt like the preacher was beating me up because of my decision of who I love, it was like, okay, it's time for me to, I didn't leave the church, but I stepped back as far as taking time to say, is this mentally okay for me? Mm. because mm. Christ is to you know mm. Christ in him we find our hope we have our healing our being and if I come to church to have a relationship with Christ yeah, but I'm getting beat up and I'm discouraged to have a relationship when I come put it like this when I come to church on Sunday I come to church to hear a word to get me through or prepare me for the next week. Right. Two, to have me reflect on the past. And three, to give honor and reverence to God for who he is. And, and that's just like three things, multiple things. Right. But I, I don't come to church to get beat up. Um, I don't come to church to get uh, judged um, by others or talked about. Um, it was another church uh, that I had attended and um, I had lunch with this particular person mm -hmm. and um, you know I had confided in them because they had presented themselves to be like a sister and we were going to be close and all this stuff and then um, it got back to me that they had went back and like told my business to um other people mm -hmm. the youth pastors mm -hmm. and 
I was in church and the youth pastors who were leading, um, or I should say adult, young adult pastors, who were leading um, the studies at the time for single people, young, married, blah, blah, blah. They started focusing on like <laughs> gays being wrong mm-hmm. and not having a purpose in um, church and stuff like that. And so I had felt betrayed. And that was just another thing of, okay, this is something I have to overcome. Yeah. But it was, as you said earlier, it was a journey that I went through by myself. Mm. <laughs> I was afraid to go through it, but I needed it because it helped me to become a greater person. And so when I have my Oprah aha moments. <laughs> <laughs> you have those too? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm reflecting. Yeah. It's, I reflect on those moments mm-hmm. of where I was in churches. And then now I'm at a church to where I don't have to worry about that. This the pre- he might say every now and then he'll bring up, uh, he'll say, you know, something about if you have like the same sex is wrong, okay. But he'll continue and he'll list other things mm-hmm. and he not dwell on him on the thought of being gay is wrong. Yeah. Which to this day is something I, I'm still working on because I don't think that me loving someone else and they just happen to be a man is wrong. Right. But it's just that's just a learning experience. Yeah. And I don't feel like I'm less of a Christian. I don't feel like I'm less of a servant. I don't feel like I'm less of an example mm-hmm. because uh the Bible talks about the fruit that they bear. Um and who I have people who have relationships with Christ mm-hmm. based off of or at least it started with my example, me being an example of love. Mm. When you, as you, as you were talking, as you can see, I was taking notes. Because <laughs> everything you said is just like, it's, 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 so there's, um wow, where do I even start? Like, because it, people forget that Abuse is a very real thing, right? Yes. So if we, when we look at, you know, in scripture where they talk about like the church is God's bride, right? He's not like, he didn't, he didn't pick the, like the bride is not to be up on the people, right? Like, so it like, it, as you were talking, all I could think about was like, you know, some of my own experiences with just like being in abusive relationships. It's like, okay, well, literally, like you said, if like, am I supposed to stay and get beat up? And it's like, well, no, like God, God loves me. I don't think he intends for me to get beat up every week. It's like, that's not the purpose of the church, right? So we forget that the church is supposed to also be a safe space yes 
right? The like, ultimate safe space. The ultimate, right? Because I know for so long, like, <laughs> growing up it's like the church is the church is the hospital right the church is the mm -hmm. hospital but it's like okay now we got to redefine what that means yes for the 21st century right we're still going after principles that are um have been man-made um and some of them say they got it for god you know, I wasn't with them in a room. So uh, <laughs> like my if that's what they say, then, you know, okay. But right. we have to we have to know that this is not Christians have to realize that this journey is not about um being selfish. And when I say being selfish, we have to take time and think that not only by treating me the same way, equal mm -hmm. as you treat someone else, mm -hmm. does that speak morals to our peers mm -hmm. who are our age? But it speaks to the older generations. Yeah. Um, and it also speaks to the younger generations as well. Yeah. And going back to and you hear me say that constantly about love. Mm -hmm. Like I lied to you like this year and last year, the whole pandemic focusing on myself, right? Mm -hmm. I really have got to experience God's love in a different level. Mm -hmm. Um and no, it doesn't mean like some days I don't, you know, ask him why did I have to go through that? <laughs> right. Why is why do I have to go through this? Why do I have to go through that? Mm -hmm. Why am I being challenged here? Why am I being challenged here? Right. But I know that through his love, he guides me. Right. Also, he protects me. Um, so yeah. that's that. Mm -hmm. And when people say they have church hurt, I could have said, yeah, I have church hurt from those experiences, mm -hmm. from being in, you know, I get putting it as in being in a, an abusive relationship. Yeah. But I'm healed from that mm. through his love. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I moved on, moved mm. forward. Mm. Because God is not just in the church. Correct. So when you, when you, when you're in relationship, right, that's like human, human relationship, right? It's uh -huh. like it's not just what we do at home it's how like how much do we also love each other and display it out right. into the world right like it's it, it goes both ways um it takes i think and again cuz i'm going to say it all the time this is you know i always say like if people don't agree with the conversation. And again, like you said, and thank you for the disclaimer, right? It's not about bashing the church. It's not about bashing anybody or up making one more greater than the other or none of those things. It's merely, I mean, the, the name of the podcast is Voices of the Body, right? 
I can go and maybe find another, you know, gay black man who's in the church and his experience might be completely different from yours. You know what I'm saying? So it's like everybody's story is different. Um, Both and, right? I also, because of my healing journey and the things that I've, I've come out of, right? Like I can say I'm like, I'm on the other side of a lot of things (laughs) when i look back at the tunnel it's like (laughs) it takes courage to say you know what i'm not gonna allow that to to keep hurting me i'm not going to allow that to strip me of my identity and who i know i'm called to be um yeah i think i think it takes courage for you james to really stand firm in trusting God to be who it is that you, um, that you, that you align yourself to be with, right? I always say, is it your, is it your divine self or is it your trauma self, right? The trauma self being what the world wants you to be, what they've, what they've done Mm. to try and make you Uh be the version of who they want you to be, right? Where then it's like, well, no, like, certain things don't feel right don't feel comfortable don't align with you for a mm-hmm. reason right so and i always say when that happens you're, st- you're like you're starting to recognize who your true self is which is your divine self which is the the you that god created because regardless of anything he created us all for a reason for a purpose for a time right to accomplish certain things in the world and i think it just takes it it already takes a lot of courage to like just trust god <laughs> like it already takes a lot of courage to just trust god so it's like to trust god and also be open first to yourself right about this is this is who i choose to love this is my this is my identity, right? And I am going to serve my church and serve God's people. That is the ultimate definition of courage. That is the ultimate definition of courage. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Because we, I mean, and people forget churches are are also man-made, right? They're made by humans, who are also imperfect people. Um, wow. 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 And when you look at the Bible mm-hmm. and you look at Jesus specifically, he was um a lot of his work was outside of the four walls of the church. Yes. So um if he could do that, then why can't we be welcoming to everyone inside of the church mm-hmm. within the four walls? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because if we're going to tell it's people important. to come as they are. Right. <laughs> we have to allow them to come as they are, even if they're still in self-discovery mode. Like, really, who am I? Right. Come Mm -hmm. as you are. That's a part of uh, accepting and knowing Jeremiah 29 and 11 that God has a plan for us. We come 
we can come to him confused. We can come to him uh, with our stuff together. Yeah. But, you know, and that goes into where you were talking about God's purpose in, you know, being divinely created. You know, everyone has a purpose. Everyone is created by God to uh, carry out specific duties, right? Yeah. Um, but in all things, do it in love. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, recently, um, <laughs> I was on another podcast, and I talked a bit about uh, this same topic, and <laughs> one of my cousins brought a book to me called A Book, and we might get paid, so... I'm not going to listen. He already know. Y'all already know. I don't mention nothing if they're not going to pay me. Yes. (laughs) Right. So they bought the book to me and I was offended at first. But and to be honest, I let my god sister take it. But I found (laughs) the audio copy of me. (laughs) And I listened to the audio version of it. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. And what it did was it even more affirmed my relationship with Christ and that he loves me. Yeah. Like a lot of people do not get that God loves them, especially those who like the same sex. Mm-hmm. They feel like they have been uh, prostituted by the church. Mm-hmm. Because they can direct choirs, they can sing well, they can even preach well. But at the end of the day, when uh, someone has something negative to say, nine times out of ten, especially with the older black churches, they go skip a lot of stuff and go straight to people who are gay. Mm-hmm. And I see that still in the church today. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm sitting there in but uh, like I said, my pastor, he's listening out scenes and he's growing one by one mm-hmm. and people is just quiet. But when he gets to being gay, it's like, oh, you said it. And I'm just like, mm, you say no. nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what in the world? Right. That, like, why? Yeah. Why is that necessary? And then I'm a very private person, so I mind my business. I do what I'm asked to do as mm-hmm. long as it's appropriate. Mm-hmm. Um, and because I have a heart for God and I love God, you know, I just feel like when he says <laughs> love your neighbor, he didn't give no restrictions. And when he came to die for us and rose for us, yeah, he did not come to do all that and exclude certain people, right? Um, and and a couple of things I wrote down the list, but I'm not gonna go down the list for the <laughs> second time. It's okay. <laughs> that I do not like hearing mm-hmm. is one phrase in particular that my family use, and they use it as like a scapegoat or a. A easy way to move on is love the 
Fenner hates the sin. But you still love the embezzler. <laughs> you still love the liar. Right. You still love like all these your cousin who still sleeping with multiple people. Like, yeah. come on. Y'all fake. <laughs> you it's are pick, fake. Yeah, it's pick and choose. It's like, oh, well, it's, like, like one of these has to be on the bad list and I'm right. going to make it that. And it's like the whole half, half I'm not even going to say the whole world, like one fourth of the world is like, yeah, we're all just going to pick that. But it's like, mm, but there's so many other crooked things that are going on, like that are actually hurting people. Right. Like actually hurting people. And these like people are also pro- proclaiming that they're serve like a servant of God and all these things. But you're like, you are hurting people, like like scarring people for life. So it's exactly. like maybe we need to like do a survey. <laughs> And we're like, listen, we need to take this off the list. <laughs> and, and yeah, I hate that saying, love the sinner and not the sin. Because we're all right. sinners. <laughs> like, you yeah. know, I'm going to say we're all striving to be like Christ. Yes. But we do, as Donnie McClurkin says, we fall <laughs> down, but by Christ's love, by that's him. how we get back up. Right. Yeah. So, I just, you know, if I could go on and on about experiences, my lived experiences, mm-hmm. lived experiences of others. But the main thing is, you know, that I hope someone gets from this podcast is your neighbor, your cousin, your brother, sister, aunt, uncle, whoever, uh, the gay one, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> they are worthy to be loved by you. Yeah. Um, and you should be honored that they have love for you as well. Yeah. A lot of people forget that love, they still have to receive love as well. Mm-hmm. If a, a cycle, you know, is given, but it's received as well. Yeah. Or else it wouldn't be so many studies saying that, oh, women need this many hugs per day to feel love. Mm-hmm. Men need men can actually tell other men I love you it's okay (laughs) it's okay you can even hug another man and be okay and that's another thing just because a gay a man who likes other men Mm -hmm. may say you know they love you or they you know they like some shoes or something don't interpret that as them wanting to get with you. Yeah. Because that that's such a generational that, um that, that even went over some of your audience here. Right, <laughs> right there. <laughs> Just, let me say it one more time. It better not never not be <laughs> Just because somebody who likes the same sex compliments you does not mean that they want to get with you. Eight times out of ten, you probably don't meet their qualification. Ooh. Ooh. So, Ooh. 
And it's funny because I still see that in some people, you know, assume that I am or something like that. Yeah. Um, and then you can tell like they they grow it up or try and be all extra. I don't want you. You can't do that for me. And like I was saying that like that's such a generational thing, right? With like men being told that they gotta suck it up, they gotta be hard, they gotta be this. And um I'm often talking about like that that feminine and masculine energy, right? It's in all of us. We both have that masculine and feminine energy. But when uh -huh. you, but people think it's like, I'm a woman. So I have to be all one. Like, I'm like, I, I'm a, I'm soft and, you know, like fluffy, all those things and kind, uh -huh. but the masculine energy in me is what powers me to go. And like, is my drive to like quit my job and do, you know, all the build and, and create like all those different things. And then that feminine side is what helps me nurture myself right mm -hmm. nurture nurture the work that i'm doing nurture the spaces that i like to create right so i think even generationally like my son told me that somebody told him a male told him that boys aren't supposed to cry and i was like nope wait we're gonna stop right there we're gonna stop right. right there right because that's where the disconnect is and now we end up having like adult men who are like afraid of gay men and it's like like you said it's like uh no you're fine <laughs> it's like uh no like they're not like not everybody is gonna hit on you right and and also you know why do they have to why do people attribute uh something that they perceived as being weak as something that's gay like mm -hmm. you, you have to cry you have to let those emotions out or else you will have anxiety you will have heart attacks you will have strokes you will kill people shoot folk like yeah it's real it's real it's and that's what my biggest thing is with my son I said if I do nothing else on this earth right the one thing I will do is make sure I raise a emotionally mature black male because whatever stigma has been out for black men to be told that tapping into those emotions and being able to say, I feel this, that, and the third and not have it to be a physical fight or like you said, like shooting or all of those things. It's like, well, no, masculinity isn't just you. I know the internet is weird. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, but it's it, it masculinity doesn't mean that you have to decrease your emotions and your feelings, right? Like you, that doesn't mean that you have to. I don't. Sorry. Oh, no, you're fine. It like it freezes. My internet gets really weird. Um, because I use my hotspot on my phone. <laughs> but yeah, like it's 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 such a like it's it's a deep deconstruction, um, that needs to take place. 
which okay. then in, yeah, which then in turn like makes exactly what this conversation is, right? You end up now getting those people who haven't been able to deconstruct what that feminine and masculine energy is supposed to work together, right? It's supposed to be in balance. Now they're in churches preaching about something from a, from their own fear, from their own hurt place or you know what I'm yes. saying like so it's like yes. yeah so it's like mm, like like you said if God told you this then I'm not gonna argue with you because he do say some crazy things sometimes to us and you'd be like oh I gotta do that <laughs> but it's like mm, like I don't think he would ever say something to like make it be a bash session on a whole group of people and I I just also have other questions too. Like, I want to know what do they expect from people who like the same sex? You want to force them to love the opposite sex, but then that's when you want to call people down low or, yeah. you know, say they have hidden agendas or whatever. Y'all forcing this. Y'all, you really is yeah. forcing folks to do this. Yeah. Um, you know, forcing folks to get married who, uh, and people say, oh, everyone has a choice. They do. But some people are still bound and loyal to those that they love. And they feel like, unfortunately, that's the only way that makes them happy. Right. My parents, the other day, my mom was like, oh, I found you a wife. And I was looking like, really? Like, and then yeah. she was like, oh, and she's the pastor of a praise of a church. And I was like, <laughs> ma'am, <laughs> she's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's just stuff like that that just yeah. makes me look like, and then for you to think that we're supposed to be alone for to sacrifice our happiness. No, I don't agree with that. Yeah, um, I don't either. Yeah, so I'm not go, you know, prolong. I'm sorry. Yes, no, you're fine. You're fine. Uh, like they're always long, and I I could do a whole hour and thirty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Yeah. No. So, and I've had someone tell me about like conversion camps. Has that ever been? Yeah. Yeah. What? Tell me about what that is like like what that conversation like what was that what was that like yeah so i personally have not experienced it but i have read up on it and i have heard about it mm -hmm. and um i have uh visited they actually have these conversion camps where you bring pe people who say that they like the same sex and they go through these classes prayer services and mm -hmm. at the end they're supposed to um I guess have an attraction for the opposite sex. Um so one that's different, very different. Mm -hmm. Um two uh I feel bad. So there is a gentleman out there who everyone was mocking at one point who was at a church conference and he was like, he used to like men, but he ain't gay no more. He like women. 
wigs, <laughs> stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, and because we ain't getting paid, I'm not mentioning his name either. Um, but I felt at first I thought it was funny, like, oh my goodness. But then I was like, dang, really? Is this mm-hmm. what the culture is doing? Wow. Like, is he even happy? Mm. When Christ said that he come to give us life and life more abundantly. Yes. <laughs> I think that he didn't come to give us restrictions. Yeah. Now, of course, you know, he don't want us killing folk. He don't want us, you know, molesting folk or raping people or stuff like that. And those are the things that I think that the church really needs to focus on. Yeah. And your resources stopping sex trafficking. Yeah. And your resources intervening in the, the lower level, lower class communities. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because that also brings up a point. Um, there was a study that was done that talked about how many of the LGBT plus community members who are established make up a good percentage of the upper class mm-hmm. um, in different areas. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, we are not the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all need to shift your focus. Yeah. And like we said, you know, it's not it's not important who I sleep with. Mm-hmm. It's not important who I love. It's not I'm not boasting it. And so I don't think that it's something that needs to be focused on. Right. 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 I think at the end of the day, and like, I just keep thinking about your bio and then just, just, just what I know about you and who you are as a person. Right. And like, you're very prestigious. (laughs) I Um, love it. (laughs) Thank you. And God is good. You know, (laughs) he definitely looked out for you. Right. But it's like, you didn't like, you didn't do all these, you don't like, your bio is not just full of accolades that make you like that it it it's not a it's not it's not a bio that says oh i just needed to do all these things to like cover up who i am right and right. thinking about you know just really sitting in what you've been saying it's like again it's like God made me who I am for a reason, right? And the work that you do is geared towards Black men. So imagine, right, the amount of other Black men that you give courage to, to just just really step into their authentic self. Wow. And right here, I feel led to offer to any of those black men who are listening Mm -hmm. to let them know that you are valued. You are a treasure. You are somebody, okay? Um, Don't allow others to uh, degrade you. Um, Don't allow others to make you feel less of a man because of who you love. Um, 
there is not one set definition of what a man is besides genetically someone saying that. Mm -hmm. But I just want to speak to them, speak life to them, speak love to them, speak courage to them. And hopefully I'm an example that you can go after your dreams. Um, I deal daily with countless uh, heterosexual cisgender men. Mm. Um, And it's, I have to carry myself a certain way, which is a whole different conversation. Yeah. But the main thing is I have to be assured and I have to know who I am, who I belong to. And because I have that relationship with Christ and he has given me, blessed me with so many good family members and so many friends who uh, are close friends who I can share what I'm going through with and I trust that they won't go and tell anybody like I'm a celebrity, right? (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I trust that they, and I also trust that they will offer me good advice and then if they need me, I'm there for them and they trust me to be there for them. So I just want to speak to that gentleman, whether they're old or young, because I believe your podcast is intergenerational. So, you know, it's not... You're, if you're not too old to live your truth. You're not too young to live your truth. Uh, but just, you know, be cautious, but be aware of who you are. Yeah. Um, and that's just so big yeah. and so huge. Mm. And, um, and for to those who are looking to be advocates or allies for um men who like men mm-hmm. uh, or curious bisexual don't backhandedly compliment them or try to help them either be for them or don't be for them Right. Uh, they should be able to trust you they should be able to confide in you uh, and you know if you I'm going to keep it on the topic because, you know, we can go on and on (laughs) about this. But if you uh, feel like you can't be that person or that ally, it's okay to step back. But be honest with the person and let them know why you're stepping back. Mm, And do it in a respectful way. Yeah. I mean, and and that's, that's 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 on the topic, right? Because... right. If we keep, if we like, it, it's oh, this is so rich. Like, there's just so much in it, and I'm just, I'm so <laughs> grateful because it's like it, like it's, it's so, it's very defining for even like where I am, right? Mm-hmm. And it just reminds me that, like, the overarching goal is love, love, love yourself, love others. But how good are you to someone else if you don't love yourself? Right. Because uh, there's a book that I started reading um, and the author, like, it's 
she they talk about like literally right in the beginning she talks about how when you don't love yourself you are denying the love that god has for you and who he created <laughs> and how he created you so it's like wow. yeah so it's it's like you know being on that journey regardless of whatever is already really hard it's it really because we're already programmed to think certain ways about ourselves because of who our stewards are on earth, right? So it's like yeah. literally, you know, being <laughs> mid-30s. <laughs> <laughs> it's like maybe that is the age where we, you know what I'm saying? Like where we get to the space of, okay, I can really start living in my truth. Right. You owe it to yourself. I want to be happy. Right. So if my truth is, you know, I, like I want to strip myself of all the trauma, all the abuse, right. all the all the things that have tried to weigh me down and even generationally weigh weigh my my mother down, my grandmother, my great great grandmother, like all the women in my family. It's like, well, if my truth is. I just want to live authentically and be happy and travel and teach yoga and do this podcast and, you know, just meet people and do all like, I just, I, my truth is I want to do all the things that make my eyes sparkle <laughs> like, yes. and make my soul feel alive and do it because you owe it to yourself. Right. I had to learn that, you know, okay. So you all can follow me on Instagram too if you want to. I'll give you actually my uh, handle is Dr. Underscore Harrison, I believe. But um <laughs> he's like, I believe. I, I mess mine up all the time. People are like, What's your IG? I was like, mm, give me a second. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, you know, I love, you know, authentically. We're talking about being authentic, right? Yeah. So you know, I had to love and accept that I love nice things. And they just happen to be expensive. They just happen to be this or that. But I also take appreciation in it. And I know that God has blessed me to be in a position to do that. Yeah. Um, That's the difference. Appreciation, right? And appreciation and intention. Are, right those are that's too like people miss that mm, yeah. yeah write mm. that down <laughs> <laughs> writing it <laughs> the doctor instructed me to write something i'm going to write <laughs> but yeah it's like you know and my sister used to tell me all the time oh you're being so bashful and at the time i wasn't bashful it was just i was I love Christian Lutherans, red bottoms, right? So if I'm rocking my red bottoms, I'm not doing it just for people to see it. Yeah. It's because I love the quality of the shoe and I love how it makes me feel. I don't care if you see the red or not. Right. <laughs> right? right? It's how it makes me feel. So in this space, I want to encourage people to take care of themselves Have that strong relationship with Christ, right? Have a strong spiritual connection. Um, 
and build your network with your friends Mm. that you trust. That tribe Okay. is, yeah, that tribe is important. It is, Yeah. you know, and, and I say that because um, they represent you when you are not around. Uh, but anyways, that's it on uh, that question. <laughs> let's move forward. <laughs> Yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> like, let's move forward. No, but that's um yeah, yeah, wow, wow. Just be you. Love you. That's it, like That's it. Love your neighbor. Love you. that's it, like That's I'm the tea. That's <laughs> everything. Okay? everybody, That's on point. yeah, That's it. That's that's the message. it. That's that's really that's it. <laughs> that's the message. Just love Right. you and love your neighbor. Right. Yeah. Wow. 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 That's what I've learned through my spiritual journey, through all of that, through everything that I've done. Yeah. You know, I've come to the point to where I love myself. I love Christ. Mm He hmm empowers me to love myself, even when I can't love myself. Mm. Because Mm. Mm hmm. Because that was, I've been there. <laughs> like, you know, I was like, oh, gosh, am I disgraced to my family because I'm gay? Or am I going to lose friends because I'm, I'm attracted to other men? What is my family going to say? It caused me to lose out on a whole lot of years of happiness
Yeah, because I mean, that's, I mean, oh my God, James, we've been in the same space and like, <sighs> it's it, because you waste time, like not being around like the people that are meant to be with you. And it's like, the more you, the more you keep putting all these, I always say it's like clothes, right? Like what labels are you wearing? Right. What labels are you wearing? But beyond that, because you know, I wear the best of the best and right. I can still go pick up something and wear what I want to wear. It could cost a dollar. How does it make me feel? Yes. Is it too heavy? But is it warm? Right? Because there's right. a difference. There's a at difference. The end, and at the end, is the cost worth it? Yeah. Yes. Is it worth it? I was just telling somebody the other day, like, you know, with the holidays coming up, I've never been in a space where it's like, I just, I'm okay not being around family, but I'm also at peace. Yeah, I think we're, I don't, I make that spot too. I'm like, <laughs> and you know, I'm thankful yeah. for my family. Like we're having Thanksgiving together. Mm -hmm. I'm hosting this year. Mm. Uh, and today I was placing the order to have a food catered because I can't cook. And um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, and so um, you know, I'm doing the audition. I was like, you know what, Christmas, I'm gonna have a break. I'm like, during none of this, I'm going to do what replenishes me. Mm. Um, because I have two demanding careers. And so I'm going to watch my Christmas movies and eat my popcorn and lay in my Hallmark sweatshirts mm -hmm. that was given to me. Mm -hmm. And just bask in the awesomeness of me yeah. that God has allowed me to, uh, of course, you know, have. Yeah. So I'm trying to keep it spiritual. Everybody knows it. If you know me, God did it for me, so. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, to to deny yourself is to say that what God created is imperfect, and nothing yeah. that God touches is imperfect. Right. Ooh. It's once we once we allow ourselves to be in relationship with man, right, and not man as in like gender, man as in like being. Being. And, right like that's when that's when things become imperfect Ooh. yeah that's when things uh -huh. become imperfect so yeah oh I always pull this thing out I don't <laughs> <laughs> yeah um I need to buy a new headset too and when um, you have me on the show in February hopefully I'll be booed up but if, if you like how I invited myself back right but if I'm not booed up we gonna talk about and you should you I'm should. doing so I'm doing a self love um in February I was gonna do something on Black History Month I was like I'm tired like <laughs> Because we we are Black History. Yeah, it was like I'm not. Beyonce giving... said that we Black History in the making, listen, right? Like, but listen. we celebrate it year right. round. So, right. I get it. We're we're not tight, but we're we just gonna take. We can celebrate Black love. 
We could. We can. We can. We definitely can. And I, I just want to know. I, I just want to know. You're the first man I've had on my show. Oh. Oh. Yes. You haven't seen me a gift. <laughs> <laughs> you just said you got expensive taste, and I just put it out there. I quit my job to be a full-time <laughs> entrepreneur. <laughs> you so know catch, what? Catch me in that, a couple Christmases. <laughs> that younger section we did beforehand was pretty good. I can I'm Listen. open to it. Okay. I do one-on-ones. Vin, Vin, Jika James. I'm <laughs> like that. <laughs> James is hilarious. I, I'm i so grateful that you said yes to doing this. So grateful. I, thank you for having me. I hope I was very um, impactful to your audience. And I didn't let you or them down mm-hmm. or my support. We both had aha moments throughout this whole thing, so I'm pretty sure they will too. Yeah. They will. Right. They will. I, I know you probably saw my head going down a lot because I was chatting down notes. Like, oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. I got post its all over the place. <laughs> I said, Doctor told me to write something down. I got to write it down. So, <laughs> James, thank you so much for doing this. I will have you back in February. I will. I'm going to do like a self-love February. Ooh. Yeah. And I have lots to talk about that too. Yeah. Because it want to be so spiritual. (laughs) I'm ready for that. (laughs) I can't with you. James, thank you so much and we will be right back. Be back to center are candles vintage essence is a black woman-owned company that specializes in candles wax melts and car diffusers i also love my car to smell good ve's goal is to provide you with items that make you feel comfortable and relaxed and that make your home your jam who doesn't want their home to be comfortable who doesn't want their home to feel safe and smell good and to feel cozy Go to VintageEssenceCo.com and use the exclusive code that was created for our listeners, Voices15, to get 15% off your order and become a candle cousin today. Listen, y'all, my favorite candle is Hookah Lounge and Rest Your Cakes. I was able to get some samples of Rest Your Cakes Hookah Lounge was in a sample box that I got that she that Vintage Essence did during Valentine's Day. I brought myself a cute little Valentine's Day candle set and brought myself some flowers. Ladies, don't ever think you can't buy candles for yourself on special holidays also. Hmm. Beautiful scent. Long lasting. Just like filled the room so quickly but so softly at the same time. These candles were definitely made with love. Definitely with prayer hands. Knew it like it's like the the candle knew exactly what I needed when I needed it. So don't forget to use code voices15 at vintageessenceco.com. that was such a um fun conversation for one um to reconnect with um 
Dr. Brother James, because that's what I call him now, and that's his name in my phone. Um, but also, like, there were just a lot of moments during that interview with him where I just was like, I, like very perplexed, right? And not in not in a negative way, not in a bad way, but in a way where it was like the things that he experienced in the church. And again, this is not bashing the church because I love church. I love my church. I love like the like just there's a there's a culture in the black community when it comes to church, and I love it, right? Um, but this is to to really put out there his experience in, you know, accepting who he is first, right? And then letting go of the people who don't accept him, right? But also diving deeper into his, his, his relationship with God and his relationship with Christ because of God's love for him, right? And it's it's it was so powerful like i'm so grateful for that conversation because um like post post the conversation we were still talking and i was telling him that you know like a lot of what he was saying i was like okay i've never experienced church hurt right i've i've experienced some like weird stuff in the church but nothing to where it was like oh my god like i don't want to be in church anymore right it was just like, no, well, I'm just going to go find the church that aligns with me. And that is my spiritual family and my tribe. And but what like as he was talking about his experience, I was like, this sounds familiar. Right. We forget that the church is man made. So there's not going to be a perfect church anywhere, especially when we have unhealed people preaching the gospel, right? Because now it becomes, I'm going to use this platform to condemn people um, because I've been hurt and I haven't worked through my issues and my trauma, right? Not knowing that that creates more hurt. And like we said, the church is supposed to be a hospital. It's supposed to be a healing place. And I think we need to revisit in the 21st century what that looks like because a, like my generation is ready to heal like we're ready to get rid of a lot of these things that have been telling us that we can't be who we are and when something feels authentic to you that's God's design of you so um I love that you know at the end of the day love right like oh, dr brother james he said it so beautifully like love at the end of the day is what conquers all and that's bible right like i said in the first episode i like i was born on the bible and that is my foundation as my sacred text so you know it's like love love is patient and love is kind right and then when we look at the commandments one of the one of one of God's first commandments and um like please write me if you know if this is the same thing in other religions in their in their doctrine and sacral text like please like because this is a conversation that all this month like I've been really excited to have and have been wanting to have it as I continued to journey through like me and who I am 
um, but to to love your neighbor as you love yourself. So for you know for there to be hate because of the color of my skin or because of who somebody chooses to lay down with, which is none of my business, none of anybody's business. It 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 show like hate reflects what's what's in someone's heart right so and their own insecurity so i'm i'm so glad that james and i um dr brother james he's gonna i'm gonna wear that out had this conversation um because it's so needed it's so needed and love does conquer all love does conquer all even when you have to remove yourself from the people who are not supportive of you being your authentic self right i'm gonna say it over and over and over again is it your trauma self or your true self and your true self is is that authenticity that often that authentic version of you that was divinely created for god's purpose and will for your life in his time right so yeah yeah oh i'm so in love with that conversation like all of these conversations have been so good so so good um yeah y'all let me know how you're feeling about you know the podcast um all the things all the things any topics you want to hear listen i got topics all the way out until february so um yeah come to me let me know what's what um i hope i hope you all have a well yeah beautiful day like (laughs) it's because it's daytime here for me But I love you all for free. Namaste. Soundstripe. Soundstripe.